You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. For your next sci-fi addiction, you need to pick up the first books in the Spire novel series from author Peter F. Smith. The Spire brings to life a setting years after a viral apocalypse has decimated the world's population, leaving only a handful of families who were instrumental in the downfall of mankind as its new rulers. With mankind wiped out, these elites turn on one another with violent results. I enjoyed the incredible details put into the action scenes that rival any you could possibly see on the big screen, and the thought put into the world building crafts possibilities that are endless. The second book, Apocalypse Dawn, allows you to dive further into this dystopia from a survivor's point of view and will grip you instantly. You can pre-order both books on Amazon for 99 cents until November 12th. So sign into your account now and pick up your copies of the next major sci-fi hit and always remember to geek out. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. And what if you can't find your way home? Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If. Chris and I are here talking about well the first superhero (laughs) this is true we're talking about the first superhero but there's a reason we're gonna be talking about superman of earth 2 yes the skies are getting red (laughs) that's right darkness coming we are worlds will live worlds will die (laughs) we are preparing we are preparing for a crisis a crisis on Infinite Earths. Infinite Earths. <laughs> Across five TV shows and one comic book company, but Infinite Earths. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be, it's the strangest thing. I mean, this is a huge crossover, and it is going to be five episodes on the CW. Yeah. It's going to be three episodes in December and then two episodes in January. They're going to have like almost a month in between. That's crazy. But then again, we, we went a year between... The Infinity War, or I guess as, as the new kids would call it. Yeah. Should have been the Infinity Gauntlet, but yeah, the Infinity <laughs> War to the end game. So that's you're absolutely that's, right. We're not waiting too much this too is, far. This, this is the T V version of that. And I would say this is where uh you know, right now DC is killing it. So Yeah. I yeah. mean, between all the different T V shows that they ha- DC has out there and all the shows that they say that are being incorporated rumored rumored to be incorporated and brought back and you know all that stuff for this crossover just the neat little things they're doing you know like the the newspaper headline bruce wayne and selena kyle mary using the using the michael Michael keaton Keaton picture yeah that's crazy uh i think didn't maybe this is my imagination didn't they even hint at like the christopher reeve superman at some point too i don't know if there's any any hints or Easter eggs for Christopher Reeve Superman. I oh. wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I, they'd be foolish if they didn't. Right. I mean, but know. we are getting three Supermen that we know of. That's true. We're getting the Hawkland. We're getting uh, Welling. Welling, and we're and getting uh, Ralph. Brandon Routh. Yeah. yeah, which who's also going to be in the show as the Adam. Like it's yeah. strange that he's going to be playing two roles, and they have to make a joke about that. I would assume, right? Oh yeah. There's got to be a moment where they must be like looking at each other. You know, and, and, you know, something like there's going to be something there's got to be, you know, it's just, it's odd. Why pick, I mean, why pick the earth to kingdom come Superman for Brandon Ralph to play when he played Superman returns? 
why not like pick a different Superman? Why not just have him be that Superman? Well, you know what's interesting, and I was I, I wanted to ask you like how would you frame it? Because here's what I'm thinking they're gonna do. So with it being the Kingdom Come Superman, that's obviously fan service, right? Um, but then again, that Superman, his lowest died. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what if like here's what I would ask you then: Should it be that Brandon Routh's Superman, this Kingdom Come Superman? Should it be that that story is actually the Superman Returns story and it eventually leads to it being the Kingdom Come story? So that way we get closure from Superman Returns and it incorporates one or the other. So like, I guess the long way I'm asking this question, but but should it be that Superman Returns goes the way the Kingdom Come? That way it gives us closure to the Brandon Routh Superman universe. We see that it goes Kingdom Come, and then that gives us the Earth 2 satisfaction as well. So it's kind of like he's playing three Supermen in one. In one. That'd be pretty – that's pretty awesome. I I mean, I I can dig it. And it would be – I mean, obviously, Tom Welling is going to have his Superman. Erica Durance is going to be there. Now, do you think – Or his Lois Lane. Yeah, that's right. So do you think – do you think we'll see Tom in a costume? I You have to. Like, you have to. He never got to wear a costume in all of Smallville. But then maybe that's the reason to not put him in a costume. I mean, it, it is a reason, and we haven't. Nothing has leaked yet of him being in costume, so I could see that they just have him being on the farm, just being Clark Kent. Like maybe he's that version of the Kingdom Come Superman, the one that just. Oh, that's true. He's Farmer Kent. He's, yeah. yeah. So, um, but we do know that his Lois is going to be there, and we know Tyler Hawkins' Lois is going to be there. Um, because they have a show that's going to come out after the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, there's been something of a baby, right? Something super baby and they, talk? And they have a baby. Like, okay, wow. That's the other thing. So it's going to be Superman and Lois, the show of them having a baby. Jonathan. Jeez. Did they name the baby? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think, I think I read that somewhere that it's going to be Jonathan. Oh, my God. All right. So my, my first appearance of, what was it? Superman uh, Convergence yeah. issue two. Just, yes, I'm going to buy a house <laughs> or two. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Crisis on Infinite Earths is going to be huge. We have a lot that's going to happen from there. I think a lot of it's going to um, follow the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, but they, yeah. obviously they're going to change a lot because we know Green Arrow is leaving. So well, it, he's going to be the sacrifice as opposed to Barry and Kara. Yeah. Well, and even then, like like um, the appearance of the Anti-Monitor, mm-hmm. he's very much like they've even been saying like we're basing him off of, and they've been calling it the Dark Side Wars, but I'm just like, ah, these aren't comic book fans. No. So it sounds like Dark Side War is going to have some influence on it. Probably. Um, uh, I still think they're going to pull elements out of Infinite Crisis, so you're going to have yeah. the sequel be right there. And, uh, you know, who knows how much of Kingdom Come may come. You know, I, I mean, mean, that would be awesome. We do have the Ray, and I know he was a Kingdom Come character, so that could be a fun moment of showing, like, you know, the Earth to Super... Or, sorry, uh, the, the, the Brandon Routh Superman, like, crashing a Ray and being like, you're alive? You know, just something like these moments where it's like he could, you know, have those play moments with characters and be like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, that Ray, the Ray that's in that... that Oh, universe. He's on Earth X. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, who's to say that they aren't going to bring characters from Earth X over? I mean, this is a infinite Earth crisis. Yeah, so. The more the merrier. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, and, and I still, I mean, it's not like a, it's, you know, groundbreaking theory here, but I really have a feeling that that's what they're going to use as the catalyst to be like, Hey, this is going to get all our earths, all our shows on the same earth. So that's the other thing is that we, there's been rumors that Titans will be involved in this show. Yeah. I've heard there's that. rumors that Lucifer will be involved in this show. That's true. I mean, obviously we, we already have Constantine involved in the show because he's a part of Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Smallville, um, Huntress from Birds of Prey oh, TV show. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's right. She's back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman, uh, like 77. Linda Carter. Yeah, Linda oh. Carter. Uh, who else? Oh, we got Mark Hamill and Ken- Kevin Conroy. That's right. So technically, uh, maybe the the animated universe, yeah. you know? Yeah. So there's all kinds of distinctions. This is nuts. In different Bert shows. Ward. Oh, my Bert God. Ward, that's right. Yeah. Bert Ward. Bert Batman 66. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he punches somebody and there's a big pow. <laughs> Someone, I think I read somewhere some somewhere that maybe the Kevin Conroy and Burt Ward were going to be on the same Earth and they were going to be the Batman and Robin of that world. Since, That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I could, that. That'd be fun. You could dig that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, th- I'm excited for that, and that's why we're going to start off with talking about Superman of Earth Two, yep. Cal L. Just L. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and uh, get on that spinner rack, and then we'll we'll talk about more of Cal L. All right. So it's wonderful Wednesday, and you are at your local comic shop, and there's going to be a ton of stuff on the wall, and you got to ask yourself, what should I do? Well, this is what I'm going to tell you. All right. From DC Comics, we have the absolute DC, the new frontier. 15th anniversary edition hardcover coming at you. Um, it's $100. I'm not telling you to go get this, but I'm telling you, you should get the new Frontier in some fashion. And this actually makes me think that is now 15 years old. So our friendship don't, is about 15 or 16 years old Don't make me feel that old anymore, man. <laughs> but uh, no, this this story has a, a dear place in my heart. I think New Frontier is fantastic. Uh, it's one of the stories that definitely helped to bring Hal Jordan back as Green Lantern. Um, I know this one, even at our local comic shop, I was you know walking around with the sandwich board saying, the New Frontier is here, the New Frontier is here, so pick it up. Uh, I love this story. And even just this past weekend, uh, Darwin Cook, sell, would, it would have been Darwin cook's birthday so learn more about learn more about darwin cook and do yourself a favor read or watch the new frontier it's a great story so this is awesome the absolute edition and i believe this absolute edition will be even better why because this time now it will include the original six-part mini series or I guess they they were not many issues. They were big, thick ones. Uh, it's going to include the Justice League, the New Frontier special that they made for the uh, for the, the the animated movie release. And also, this one's pretty cool. They're going to take a story from Darwin Cook's solo issue. Solo, S-O-L-O, was a book that DC Comics released basically dedicated to their artists. So that way they get a chance to write and draw whatever they want. And I believe he did a King Faraday issue so That's it kind of awesome. ties into it so yeah that's so a character that i wish i knew more about king faraday yeah like yeah. i i know that i think the most i know about him is that he was a part of checkmate at one point like yeah in the later runs like obviously he had a much bigger silver age run right right but he he sounds like a cool character he sounds like he sounds like the dc version of james bond yeah 
No, definitely. Like, I mean, it's funny because DC has tried so hard to give us a Nick Fury. Yes. You know, so this was one of the attempts. Yeah. But it's like, man, if they had, I think if they had just stayed with one and done it, they would have made it instead of like, well, that one wasn't as cool. Let's go back. And then you get it 80% well, done and then you go back to the previous <laughs> one. And it's like, no, dude. Just, well, I think the it. problem is, is that, you know, DC in their long, illustrious history is just swallowed up so many other things yeah that's true that, too. It, that yeah there's so many of the characters are, are something else. but like you're saying we have steve trevor yep. we have uh sergeant rock we have uh rick flag rick flag king faraday all these characters are kind of the same military white dude <laughs> sergeant steve rocking faraday <laughs> <laughs> That's but, the way it'll go. But that, but you know what's not the bad idea is to get re- redesign them and then put them all into one book. Have them all show up to a VFW somewhere, and now that they're you know oh something happened, they have a mutual friend that needs their saving or something. Now that actually that'd be cool. Like okay, so you sacrifice one of them, or maybe they come together because of Leviathan, and they're like. Our, I like that. Our, our 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 secrecy has been overtaken. We're just as bad as the the powers. So let's go back and do something about it. So they have to team up to go after it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they go up. They go after Mark Shaw. Bendis, or, just just say thank you, Mitch yeah, and Chris, Mark. and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to do for us. What do you call him though? Howling Commandos is taken. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's cool. Um, maybe they're the challengers. They're challengers the new challenge. No, no, you come up with a new name because the challenge. <laughs> okay, we got to go a new they're, name. They're gonna they're gonna be coming up with. I mean, challengers kind of had their own book just a second ago, and maybe you know someone's gonna do something with the challengers, and and they have a team. They have those guys. I always forget their names, but. And see, now that's what I'm bummed because it's like, I want to give a new name, but then I don't want it to turn into like, here's the next secret agent organ- organization yeah, for I get DC. That. So it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, how do we how do we do this? Because I don't know, some cheesy I came around was like, I spy and just I and then spy. So they're the intelligent men and they're spies, Ooh. you know, something to that effect. Um, gosh, I don't know. Like I, part of me wants to go into my DC history and like take something that's not being used and use it. There's gotta be something. What was, what was Sergeant Rock's book called? Was it like Sergeant Rock and the easy company or something? Or I think you're right. Actually. I think Is that what it was? Easy company. Yeah. So you could call it easy company. They're easy company. There you go. I, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> the rocking commandos. <laughs> Just gotta play with the fact that you have rock and King. Come on. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, no, but I, I I wish they would. I wish they would do more with those. And there you go. Like, that'd be fun. Like, bring them into something like that. You know, they love to do those challenge books, DC Challenge. And it's like, all right, we're going to put out this maxi series. And you, the reader, got to figure it out. And it's like, there's your narrators. There's your people behind the scene. There's the people that could be the characters of it. You know, that could be some fun stuff. Here you go. What is the opposite of a suicide squad? Because... These guys have lived through everything. The immortal individuals. <laughs> the, that's true. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so, but something. Yeah, some kind of team that like we're gonna live forever. Team like the immortal team or something. <laughs> and uh, Amanda Waller still has her finger in that pie. And She's of course, in the first issue, like you said, one of them has to die. 
<laughs> just be like, wait, we're supposed to live forever. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Nothing is taken for granted here. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. We got, it sounds like we got something to do this weekend. <laughs> we're going to save DC Comics <laughs> again. Hey. Hey. All right. So let's see. Um, Adventures of the Super Sons Volume 2 Little Monsters Trade Paperback comes out. This collects the back half of the Super Sons sequel from the main comic books. So this will feature issues 7 through 12 of their series. Uh, a lot of great fun stuff. I know people had some fun with those books, but obviously Damien and Jonathan have changed so much that that almost feels like a, a bygone error. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquaman issue 54 will be out. Uh, this will be obviously tying into Year of the Villain, and it looks like Black Manta is going to be doing some monstrous mayhem with his Mech Manta. So what's going to be going on there? And also start watching out for Aquaman because Mara is pregnant and... Uh, it looks like that's going to be happening in February. On a certain person's birthday. Superman's birthday? Yeah. No, Batman's birthday. Batman, that's right. That's right. I forget. And Mitch's birthday. And so my birthday, that's right. The Aqua Baby, Batman, and Mitch. There's there's your team book. The Immortal Individuals. I mean, we know that in the, the, the pre-Flashpoint uh, DC universe, universe um, that Aqua Baby didn't didn't work oh out so God, well yeah well so in actually now you bring up an interesting thought it's like is that are they doing the story like would this be the the the, the sibling to that aqua baby or is it going to be that aqua baby well i mean i don't know i honestly don't know what's going on in the aquaman comic book yeah right i haven't now. been following the continuity that's being created and established so i wouldn't know yeah i wouldn't know if they have the continuity from before uh New 52 or not? I would say, I think Jeff Johns tried to incorporate all of the continuity when he did his run on Aquaman. So I think even though Rebirth happened, like it, he almost kind of got like a quasi Batman Green Lantern safe card. Cool. So I think some of that's there. So, and I mean, it's doable. I mean, Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman, they had their second child, uh, I believe it was a stillbirth. And so when they had the third child, Valerie, you know, it's like, okay, well, these are siblings, but we also know that there was a previous there child. Was, okay. So that could be something there, hmm. you know, for Aqua Baby. But yeah, you better keep an eye on your kid this time. <laughs> uh, Batman 83 is coming out. We're getting that much closer to Batman 85, the final Tom King solo Batman one. Uh, this has a beautiful Miguel Jalen cover. Um with Batman raising Bane above his knee and whatnot. So if you read City of Bane, if you're keeping up and you saw that last issue, holy crap, what a last page. Who knows what's going to happen when you open up this issue. So it's going to be shenanigans all over the place. Shenanigans. Um, Batman Giant will be released. Or sorry, Batman Giant number two will be out. So again, this will be the local comic shop version of the Walmart Giants. So if you want to get it. But either way, it's going to come with a great uh, Brian Michael Bendis uh, Batman story inside Batman Superman a number four will be out and this will continue on with the secret six and the Batman who laughs causing more problems in Gotham City as the year of the billion continues on uh, I will say one thing that's really neat the uh, February solicits came out this last week and uh, the Batman Superman book will continue to go even though all this all this craziness with the Batman who laughs and year of the villain and secret six will be done I am so blown away that I never thought of this villain combo. So Batman and Superman are going to go up against General Zod and Ra's al Ghul. 
Ooh, right? that's pretty good. That is like, oh my god, <laughs> wow! I I am so blown away. I'm like, how did I not think of that? That is that is fantastic. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, I mean, that's kind of what. Uh, no, I guess it's not. Never mind. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, this is a neat one. This one is near and dear to my heart, so I'm going to share it with you. Uh, Batman, the 1989 movie adaption, hardcover deluxe edition. So back when DC used to do their movie, well, actually, I guess I shouldn't say that because they didn't do it for all their movies. But when they started the the, the new Batman franchise, uh, they did these deluxe edition comics. So they were the square bound ones, usually five ninety five, beautifully painted, amazing artwork. Like they commissioned Jerry Ordway, and he did his just fantastic best capturing the likeness of Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Kim Basinger, everybody involved. Uh, he drew them in a fantastic way. So this is celebrating its 30th anniversary. Now I feel old because uh, I remember buying this. Like actually I think it started with, I think I got lucky and I got the Batman Returns one. I got it in one of those 99 cent packs. So I was like, well, the other movie's out there and I got it. And then eventually I bought Batman Forever when it came out and Batman and Robin. So I have those stashed away. But yeah, this is just beautiful. So it's going to get the hardcover deluxe edition treatment. Uh, There's going to be all kinds of stuff in there. Um, black and white art and just everything. So this is Denny O'Neill and Jerry Ordway at their finest. So yeah, definitely pick it up. It's, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful book. Uh, Batman, the white Knight will take a pause for a moment, but we're going to get a Batman. The white Knight presents Von threes number one. So the Sean Murphy world is expanding. So we will have two mini series and a special edition. So this is kind of be kind of like a, an origin story for uh, Sean or for um, Mr. Freeze. So Sean Murphy will be doing the writing on this one. And Claus Jansen will be doing the interior art. I'm actually looking forward to this one because I think um, his take on on Freeze was kind of interesting. So it's like, okay, what 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 more is this guy going to do? Because he seems more like a colleague of Thomas Wayne instead of just being a villain of Bruce Wayne. The Deceased hardcover will finally be coming out. Deceased was just an amazing home run that DC Comics did. A way better zombie superhero story than anything I've seen in the past. So this will create this. Uh, this will collect the six issue miniseries plus the one issue special that featured Mister Miracle and others. Uh, Tom Taylor killed it literally and all that. So definitely pick that one up. Uh, if you were a fan of the Death of Superman and you wanted to read more about the Death of Superman, so this is a weird story. It's called Death of Superman. The Wake trade paperback. It started off as a digital first. Um, it had Louis Simonson and I believe Jerry Ordway again, uh, actual creators from the original Death of Superman teaming up and doing a story. This is basically kind of like the way I would describe it is this is the death of the new 52 Superman. So it's, it's going to feature more background, more story, and then even incorporate the Doomsday Superman battle into the new 52 verse. So it could be worthwhile to check out. Interesting concept. Dollar Comics will be presenting Luther number one, and this is when Brian Azzarello and, um, oh gosh, that beautiful artist, I can't think of his name right now, um, Lee Berhamo, they teamed up and they did a six-issue miniseries called Lex Luthor, Man of Steel number one. So this will be the first issue reprinted for a dollar. This way it'll tease you into buying the trade paperback. Uh, another fantastic deal as well. Uh, what else do we got? Flash Forward number three of six is out. Uh, this will continue the adventures of Wally West post Heroes in Crisis. So we're going to see him going through crazy struggles. Dude, they put out the solicit for the final issue, part six. Oh, my God. It literally spells it out in black 
White. Wally must choose between the fate of the world or his children. Oh, wow. Dang, they are tightening the screws on that guy. So are you, are you reading that book? I have read issue one. Uh, I do need to read issue two. I'm just waiting for that one to come in. I enjoyed issue one. I was very surprised by it. Uh, they've got this new narrator, Tempest Fugnot or something like that. So like he feels like the DC version of The Watcher, which is a monitor to me. I don't know why yeah. they just changed it. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. But yeah, the first issue definitely set it up. Uh, it got me intrigued, so I'm definitely following through. So I yeah, I'm looking forward to reading issue two, and I'll probably have to... Sneak a peek online and see what I can find out. Uh, let's see. Green Lantern issue 85 will get a facsimile edition. Uh, this features the Green Lantern Green Arrow team up, and this has the famous cover of Green Lantern saying, well, you think all you know all the answers, huh? Well, what do you say to that? And then they're both watching Speedy shoot up with his heroine. Uh, crazy issue because both DC and Marvel were asked by the community to try to help educate kids on drug use and the comics code authority basically would not allow it. So both companies decided to say then for this issue, we will not be featuring the comics code and we will do what we need to do to help people out. Mm. So I think that's really great stuff. Um, Plus, Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams at their height with some Green Lantern action there. So if you want to take a trip in the past, that's the way to do it. The Infected will continue on, and this time we'll be studying the character of Scarab. Who is Scarab? Why, that's a young Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle who has been infected by the Joker-Batman-Who-Laughs hybrid. So we get to see him being one of the Secret Six and how evil he's going to be. So this could be a fun one. Justice League issue 36 will be out and this will continue on with the Justice League Doom War as that nonstop rampage goes on a on a on and on and on and on. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Between the Batman who laughs and Emperor Joker who wins? Ooh, honestly, I think it goes to Emperor Joker just because you've got that fifth dimensional power. Yeah. I think that gets it. But then again, all right. What if the Batman who laughs gets that emperor power? Jeez. <laughs> Why don't you just give him some power rings to just to even <laughs> He's got him a out. black ring, a red <laughs> ring, a yellow ring. <laughs> he is a yellow <laughs> ring. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I would say I think it would go Emperor Joker if he's got the power. But yeah. again, he did get tricked into letting it go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Jeez, that's tough. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> There's a nightmare issue. <laughs> uh, Metal Men issue 2 of 12 is out, so they're getting their own maxi series that'll cover this year. If you're a fan of the Titans show, because it's being really awesome right now, the new Teen Titans are getting their omnibus editions, and this will be volume 4. So this takes us back to the classic Marv Wolfman, uh, George Perez era of the Titans. So this one is $100. Uh, but you are going to get the uh, new Teen Titans issues 10 through 31, annual numbers 1 and 2, and then a story from the Omega Men. So if I'm doing my math correctly, I think – actually, no, I'm sorry. This is Series 2. Uh, so – oh, no. Series 2 was their book. So, yeah. So this uh, this is just before Robin becomes Nightwing. So, yeah, just – we're in that era of it. Uh, this week also begins the question – the deaths of Vic Sage. That's right. That nutty reporter 
uh, Victor Sage is going to be getting his own book. So we will have Jeff Lemire teaming up with Dennis Cohen, an amazing artist. Um, those two will be teaming up, and they're finally going to do some Vic Sage action. So who knows what's going to happen to the question in a post-rebirth world. Supergirl 36 will be out there. Superman Volume 2, The Unity Saga, The House of L will be out, and this features the uh, Brian Michael Bendis penned adventures, and Superman's going to be getting really hot because pretty soon here he's going to be revealing the truth to everybody, but we'll talk about that as we get closer to it. Um, Titans, Burning Rage, number four of seven will be out, and Wonder Woman, Come Back to Me, number five of six will be out. Both of those are the Walmart Giants, so those will be now exclusive to your comic book store. If we go to the other side of the fence over at Marvel Comics, 2099 begins now with 2099 Alpha, number one, so we're going to get to see the classic 2099 heroes who were early back in the 90s, and we're going to see some new versions and newer heroes coming as well. I think they mentioned Thor 2099. See, if I had played Thor 2099, I would have just kept it been Thor Odinson. But I think it actually might be a new person who okay. gets to be that one. The return of Eric Masterson. Right, there you go. Uh, Absolute Carnage comes to a conclusion, part five of five. So that series is done. So who knows what's going to happen and how many books will be spilling out of that? I don't know. Well, but here's a couple of them. Absolute Carnage Captain Marvel number one will be out. Uh, We get to see Carol Danvers, and for some reason, she's going to be involved in the Absolute Carnage world. I have no clue why, but hey, it's space, and she does some spacey stuff, so we'll see. There you go. Uh, Amazing Mary Jane number two will be out. Amazing Spider-Man is she 31 gets a second you know printing. what that amazing mary jane book is about it's just basically mary jane is over in hollywood shooting a film um she's gonna be running path with mysterio and other villains i believe okay i think she actually goes up against dr doom for some reason okay she's gonna give him some fashion sense um <laughs> but no it's 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 just kind of like i think it's gonna be uh, it almost feels like it's the Catwoman book, like the will they, won't they? And then here's her side of the story. Like, should I be with Peter? Should I not be with Peter? Mm. Things like that. So it's just a big tease to get us fans excited for the relationship potentially returning. Potentially. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man issue 34 will be out this week. So this will also play into the 2099 stuff. So if you are going to get the 2099 books, be prepared because there's a lot of books to get. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what to say about the 2099. <laughs> uh, the Epica Collections will be featuring an amazing Spider-Man one, and this will be the Cosmic Adventures. So if you missed out on getting this the first time, they are reprinting these, which is great because I hope they keep these in store because the one thing I love about these Epic Collections, they're big trade volumes of just classic chronological stories, right? But the bad thing is they're not releasing them volume one, two, three. They're just releasing it volume 31, volume one, volume 17. So they're sporadic and weird. So I'm glad that they're going to keep those in print because, you know, I, I, I understand I would not make a commitment until they make a commitment to completing a series because last thing you want to do is be buying a bunch of stuff and then buying it again because they decide, hey, let's make the trade look different. So yeah, so please get on that collected editions. The Annihilation begins. Uh, This time we are going to have Annihilation Scourge. So Annihilation began, and that's what really brought the Marvel Cosmic World to life. That's why we have a Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, It was so fantastic, they did a sequel called The Annihilation Conquest, which was a fantastic story in and of itself. And this time we get the Annihilation Scourge. So it almost feels like a fifth-week event. Um... I was hyped for it, but then since I've seen, and I I hate this because I really do, I like Mark Rosenberg. I think he's going to do a great job with it, but my my reason for not picking it is 
the Guardians of the Galaxy are involved. How do you have that and not involve the Guardians? So that's why I'm going to sit out the event. But it does look really cool, and I hope it does well. And I hope I'm wrong. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I'm going to be mad because I'm going to have to track down those back issues. Uh, the Avengers issue 26 is out. And that'll begin more of the uh, who is the – oh, God, what is he? It was the – oh, I want to say Quasar, but it's not Quasar. Um, oh, my God, what do they call that thing? It's got that 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 star star brand, duh. Oh, star brand. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. got a brand that's a star star brand. Uh, so, anyways, we're gonna they're gonna go back in time and they're gonna study the star brand and the Avengers one million BC version looks like a Hulk. So we're gonna see what's going on with that one. Uh, Captain America sixteen will be out. That series is just fantastic. So I highly recommend jumping on that. Captain Marvel number twelve will be out as well. Deadpool number one is out. That's right. Again, uh, we have a new creative team on Deadpool, and this is going to be their brand new first issue. Doctor Doom number one gets a second printing. So if you missed out the first time, definitely go out there and get it. Excalibur number two will be out continuing the Dawn of X. Fantastic Four 2099 number one will be out as well. So that way it'll be part of your um, 2099 collection. Immortal Hulk issue 27 will be out as well. That book is just causing such a crazy ruckus. So I would definitely say um, keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. Loki number five will be out. Marauders number two will be out. So this will also be part of the Dawn of X and we'll get to see more of the Kitty Pride adventures and her silly surriness as she is not allowed on Krakoa and hopefully we'll find out why. Uh, Spider-Man number two gets a second printing. This is the, um, oh God, what's that director? Bad Robot. Oh, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yeah, J.J. Abrams and his son. This is them doing their own Spider-Man adventure, so it got a secondary print as well. Uh, Strike Force issue three will be out, which features the team of Outsiders of the Marvel Universe. Tony Stark Iron Man number 18 will be out. And again, this is going to be a hot book to follow up. Why? Because it's already November 2019, and 2020 is a big number for Iron Man. And so I don't know if this is the one. No, this is not the last issue. But it is definitely coming up to a close very soon. And that is what is on your Spinarex. That is a full Spinarex. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So speaking of that, let's, let's go get right into uh, our 101 of this week. Cal L. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Superman. That's right. That champion from another era, from an oppressed era, who fought for truth, justice in the American way. The classic man of steel. Sorry, man of tomorrow, because we weren't too sure about him just yet. Uh -huh. So, yes, we are going to go into the golden age adventures of Superman, a.k.a. Cal L. Clark Kent, who worked for the Daily Star under George... I can't remember the last name. Darn it. Oh, uh, you're going Taylor so George, oh. who worked for Taylor George, their editor. So, yes, uh, this was the Superman did a lot of the things that we are excited to see now, but he did it first. And we're going to talk about his origins, his wonders, and how he differs from the Superman that you read and know today. But it also needs to be noted that Earth 2 Superman, I mean, that, that is our Silver Age Superman, right? No. So for some reason, the Silver Age got to be called Earth 1, and okay. the Golden Age was Earth 2. Oh, so he's the go the Golden Age is Earth 2. Yes. Okay. So he's the one that has the, the like abilities to like move a whole world. No, that would be planet. the Earth 2 Superman. That's what I'm saying. No, sorry, no, the Earth 1 Superman. Oh, the Earth. Okay, yeah. Silver Age Superman is more powerful than Golden Age Superman. That's how I'd look at it. But then eventually they made them both equally ridiculously powerful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and these are the guys who would spin worlds like tops. <laughs> so then which one is the one that's holding the dead Supergirl in the famous Infin Crisis on Infinite Earths cover? So that would be the Earth 1 Superman. Okay. 
and he is different than our Superman, right? That would post- be the yeah, the new Earth crisis, Superman, I new Earth, him, yeah. yeah. And he is a Superman, and the new Fifty Two Superman is a figment of your imagination. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Superboy Prime, and then there's a. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna get into Superboy Prime because that has to do with Super. Oh yeah, Two Superman That's quite a bit. Be fun. Yes. Uh, coming up after New Fifty Two. No, when did we get that? Oh, no, when did we get that's crisis? That's infinite crisis. Yeah, yeah. Well, or, so okay, so Superboy yeah. Prime, he was created during the Crisis on Infinite, right? Earths. But uh, but yeah, when did he take his turn? He did that in Infinite Crisis. Right. Oh God, that was horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> what distinctions do we have for Earth to Superman, Cal L? Okay, so what are what are some of the distinctions? So um, a great issue for you to read or go out there and get would be Action Comics, the original sor- series, issue 484. It's funny. Why do I say original series? They don't make other numbers, <laughs> you know. So. But anyways, uh, that, that, that book that I'm actually talking about was when the Golden Age Superman and Lois Lane married. Uh, it's a great little imaginary story, but it actually was real for those two, for that set of them. So anyways... Uh, in that though, they actually reprinted a. Aren't they reprint? <laughs> it's it was then. So <laughs> this is actually celebrating the 40th anniversary of Superman. That's crazy to think, like like 40. Man, we're we're past that. <laughs> we're like 85, 86 yep. years of Superman. So, anyways, the Earth One Superman is Cal L, son of Jor L and Lara of Krypton. The Earth Two Superman Golden Age One is Cal L, and he's the son of Jor L and Laura. Of Krypton, so instead of Lara, Laura. Um, let's see. Earth One Superman was sent to Earth when he was about two years old. Earth Two Superman was a tiny baby wrapped up in blankets. Uh, the Earth One Superman was adopted by Jonathan and Martha Kent, <laughs> and the Golden Age Superman was adopted by John and Mary Kent. So now that makes me want to go back and look at Action Comics number one, or the first time they named the Kents. Was she Mary, and when did they change it to Martha? Yeah, why would they? Because, yeah, I mean, they, they do these weird little changes, because like when they created Two-Face, he was Harvey Kent. Right. They decided that was a bad idea, because Clark Kent's a good guy. Right. So they changed that. So yeah, now I'm curious about the Mary Kent <laughs> and her adventures. I wonder if it was always Mary Clark. Ooh, yeah, that's true, maybe, yeah. So I don't know. That's, man, we got we got unsolved mysteries. <laughs> uh, let's see. Earth One Superman. Uh, he was used to the conditions on Krypton because he grew up there for two years. That he pretty much had his superpowers when he was discovered. Um, with the Golden Age Superman, because he was a real little baby when he was sent to Earth, he had discovered his powers gradually over the years. So he didn't all have them all at once. Uh, the Earth One Superboy, Silver Age, was sorry. The Earth One Superman was the first one to become Superboy because he had teenage superpowers. Uh, the Golden Age Superman never became Superboy because he had to wait till he was Superman. Therefore, when he had his powers, and even then, he didn't have all of them yet. That's why he would jump one eighth of a mile. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Silver Age Superman was Clark Kent, and he worked for Perry White at the Daily Planet. Golden Age Clark Kent worked for George Taylor over at the Daily Star. And then eventually Golden Age Superman became the editor of the Daily Star. So he said, get out of here, Taylor. I'm tired of your talk. Uh, Silver Age Superman, believe it or not, was actually an anchorman for WGBS TV because that's right. Print was going dead even back in the 70s. So they thought he'd make him vital and and make him a a news anchor. Uh, Let's see what else is there. Um, Obviously, the Silver Age Superman, there were tons of 
survivors. You had Kara Zor-El, the Supergirl. You had the Phantom Zone villains, the Bottle City of Kandor, and even Crypto, the Super Dog. For the Golden Age Superman, he only had his cousin Kara, who was Power Girl. And even she's another character that has some craziness because of the crisis. Mm -hmm. Lois had a sister named Lucy who was unmarried. For the Silver Age, Earth-1 Superman. Lois of the Golden Age, Earth-2, had a sister, Lucille, and she was married and she had her crazy little daughter, Susie. Uh, Lex Luthor of the Silver Age was totally bald. Luther of the Golden Age had a bunch of red hair and anger. Um, Mr. Mixelplick. <laughs> Maybe he should have got a red lantern ring. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. And he was. He was like ready to brawl Superman all the time. Like he was like, this guy was cool with punching walls. So he's the, uh, <laughs> I suspect his first name was Kyle. Um, let's see. Superman, well, both of them had the uh, Mr. Mizzleplick of the fifth dimension. So there's no real changes, just changes in style. So if you ever see the Golden Age one, he very much looks like a Warner Brothers cartoon character. And then when you see the Silver Age one, that's kind of the one we're used to looking like the little genie imp that we're, we're so okay. used to. Um, Earth-1 Superman was a Justice Leaguer. Earth-2 Superman was a Justice Society member. Uh, and he actually was not an original member. He was an honorary member. And he didn't become an active member until the group returned in the Silver Age of the 60s. Uh, let's see. Superman, Earth-1, was Superboy, and he was accepted by the police as a champion of justice. Um, Golden Age Superman was actually sought out by the police because he was a vigilante, taking the justice in his own hands. Um, Earth-1 Superman knew that he came from Krypton, even as a child. Earth-2 Golden Age Superman did not know that. He grew up on Earth, and eventually he discovered Kryptonite, and then that's when he figured out, oh my god, I'm an alien. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I like that. Um, <clears throat> let's see, uh, earth one Superman. I'm just going to finish through that. Let's go this way. So earth one Superman, he had a fortress of solitude. He met Luther in Smallville and he's the cause for why Luther is bald and angry. Um, earth one Superman first met Batman in Smallville when they were young, uh, as children. Uh, Jimmy Olsen is an investigative reporter for the planet. Perry White is the editor of the planet. The people of Krypton have no superpowers on their world. Uh, Superman is fully active and he's Earth's greatest hero. Earth 2 Superman, let's see, he has a secret mountain fortress near Metropolis. Um, he first met Luther in Europe when both of them were grown men. And Luther was actually using his genius in an attempt to make himself a dictator. Golden Age Superman first met Batman during an adventure against the Axis powers, which led to the formation of the Justice Society. Jimmy Olsen of Earth 2 is the city editor of the Star, serving under Clark. Uh, George Taylor retired as editor. The people of Krypton have super senses, including X-ray vision, on their homeworld. And then Superman is... Earth 2 Superman is semi-retired, but he comes back every now and then to team up with the JSA as they team up with the JLA. So those are some of the major differences between the two. And obviously, in appearance, their S's are very different. Uh, the Earth 1 Superman has the classic diamond that we're used to, uh, the five-pointed uh, diamond shape that we're, we're, we're so familiar with, which is a Pentagon, uh, with that fishy-looking S. Mm-hmm. The Earth-1 Superman, depending on the artist, sometimes had a five-sided or six-sided Superman shield, and his S has a very checkmarky-looking S shape to it as well. And mm. then he has those cool gray sideburns a la <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's he's the oldest one, so I would assume that he would yeah. have the actual gray hair. So 
when you're thinking about Earth Two Superman, Golden Age Superman, Kal El, what's the what's the image that comes to your mind? So when I think of him, obviously for me, it's Action Comics number one. Uh, that is his cover. That is his adventure. You know, because if you go back to Action Comics number one, you know he didn't fly. Um, he that's, he really was a vigilante. That's why we get know. the able to leap tall buildings in a single bound yep, instead exactly. of flying. Yeah. Um. So I, I that's that's my image of him whenever I think about him. Earth one Superman, or sorry, Earth two Superman. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I mean, obviously, I didn't. I didn't. I never went into the archive as much as you did. I I never read a lot of the Golden Age stuff or Silver Age stuff. So, so Earth super Earth two Superman stuff comes out when you. I think of crisis on infinite earth or i think of uh infinite crisis you know just with him showing up to be like hey something bad's about to happen he's- this situation is so bad you need two supermen <laughs> yeah he's almost a harbinger he's a harbinger of bad stuff coming very much so and, and you're exactly right um classically like it's funny because even though he is retrofitted to be the superman of action comics number one um he isn't first defined until Justice League of America, issue 73, back in August of 69. Okay. So even when you have Barry Allen, uh, it it all begins in Flash, issue 123. And that's the first time Barry Allen accidentally vibrates and he lands on Earth 2, meets Jay Garrick, and he's like, you're a comic book in my world, which is weird because in that case, that means he read the JSA and JSA had Superman. So how are people not running up to Clark Kent and being like, hey, we read some comic books, buddy? You know, so I mean, yeah, it's weird stuff. Try not to jump too much into it. But uh, but yeah, even when they revitalized the Golden Age, they didn't have a Superman. They didn't bother with it. They didn't bother with Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman because the whole point of the Silver Age was to make our heroes young, hip, and fresh. And so Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman just marched along and joined those new era heroes, Hal Jordan and Barry Allen, Hawkman from outer space, things like that. Um, so you're right. When they when they do use Earth 2 Superman as he was finally defined, yeah, it was huge. It's like, oh, my God, we need two Supermen in order to stop this. This is craziness. And, you know, he like I forget what their crisis was. It was one of the JLA JSA team ups. I think it's the time when they team up to fight the Infinity Man. So he was like basically a formation of stars and he could just do all these crazy shenanigans. So he possesses the Golden Age heroes and uses them for his own villainy. So Earth 1 Superman is finally excited. He's like, Yay, there's a golden age me. It's exciting to meet you. And he just decks the hell out of Superman. He's like, wow, that stuff hurts. Uh, eventually they become friends. One thing that's really fun about them, and again, like I said, they they maybe have like a handful of team ups, like maybe all five of them. <clears throat> but the one that's really fun is on Crisis on Infinite Earths when they actually do team up. Because now by this point, they've actually married Superman and Lois of Earth 2. And so Superman is kind of laughing at Earth 1 Superman, and he's like, hey, don't worry. I married my Lois. If the worlds are the way they are, then you'll marry your Lois. So keep (laughs) trying there, buddy. Keep trying, you know. So that dating advice is always kind of funny to see that between those two. Um, But yeah, he... As sad as it is, like even though, like when you finally read Crisis on Infinite Earth number twelve, and spoiler alert from a comic book series back in nineteen eighty six, um, the four remaining survivors of the multiverse, uh, Alexander Luther of Earth three, Superboy Prime of Earth Prime, and then Superman and Lois Lane of Earth two, those four they eventually go into this portal to discover paradise. 
So let let me clarify that a little bit. Uh, Alexander Luther of Earth three. Earth three is the Earth in the Crisis of Infinite or the Infinite Earth, uh, the multiverse where yes. the heroes are villains and the villains are heroes. Yeah. That's, so our Lex Luther is Alexander Luther, and he is trying to stop. Uh, Ultraman and Superwoman and Owlman, Owlman powering and powering, yeah. Johnny Quick. <laughs> Johnny Quick, yeah. The evil versions of our Justice League. Yes. Earth Prime is a is a Earth is us. us, yes. It, there are no superheroes. Everything is a comic book. Uh but there is a boy named Clark Kent. Come to find out that he ends up having powers. Yep. And he is now I'm I'm a little fuzzy on my Crisis on Infinite Nurse. Is he depicted to be the savior like is, is are are they do they go to earth prime because they need to get this boy because he's going to help or no, are they trying to stop earth prime from being destroyed by the anti-monitor so it, it, it just turns out like i forget how but i think like superman literally gets punched into a wormhole so this either happens in superman or action and then that wormhole opens up in dc comics presents i think issue 86 and that's the first appearance of earth prime superboy and so we get the the pseudo backstory. You know, he, he's he was mocked for being named Clark Kent because his parents were Superman fans. Uh, he goes out on a date. He discovers, or he goes out on a Halloween date or something like that. So he discovers he's Superboy Prime. So he just happens to be on the receiving end of that portal where Superman pops through. So Superman quickly is like, "Oh, well, congratulations! You're one of us. You're a hero." Blah 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 blah. Uh, they start fighting off all these weird, you know, aliens and whatnot. So basically, the the shadow demons from the Anti Monitor. Uh, Earth Prime gets destroyed, and somehow Superboy Prime makes it to our Earth, Earth right. One. Not our Earth. Our Earth was destroyed. So he makes it to Earth One, and he's like, Superman, I'm glad I found you. Everything's done. Help me. you know. And, and he just had it the worst, because when his life's finally coming together, what happens? It's all done the and destroyed. The whole Earth, the whole universe is gone. Yep, and... and well, we'll definitely go more into detail with him because he takes the worst turn of all. Yeah. But sadly, I kind of think it's understandable. Uh, I don't know if I understand. Well, not, not the actions, but the, the, but, yeah, the, you, the reasoning. You understand the reasoning, yeah. yeah. So, But yeah, no, he was just a victim of circumstance. So guess, why those four people? Um, you know, that, that, that's a Marv Wolfman question. I think, so Marv Wolfman stated this, at least in something I read, um, with Crisis on Infinite Earths, he vowed he would not kill any any uh, character that was created before he was born. So basically any of the Golden Agers. And the whole point of, of Crisis on Infinite Earths was if you sat down to read a brand new issue of Justice League, Superman or something like that, you almost needed an index because you're like, wait a second. You know, and then it becomes pointless. Like, why do we call him the last son of Krypton if there's all these Kryptonite, Kryptonian people around, you know? And so DC was trying to clean up its continuity. So instead of having multiple Earths, Earth X where the Nazis won and we have the, the, um, Oh, God, the America. Thank you. The Freedom Fighters and stuff like that. The newly acquired Charlton comic book characters. So it was basically going to say, let's take all these characters and put them in a timeline. And there you go. And so Superman himself would be the only version of him and he'd be the only Kryptonian. So obviously Marv Wolfman can't kill Superman, the Golden Age one. So it's like, okay, well, in that case, we'll send him to like Valhalla. 
but it's not Valhalla. And so, well, at least it was then. It would have been Paradise. But as Jeff John said, no, <laughs> twirled his evil mustache. And yeah, I mean, infinite crisis. You, you, you literally you left four people in a floating void where two of them were in love. The other two just have to sit there. Yeah, like what is that? Gonna, <laughs> of course, Superboy Prime with all that power is just going to get upset. Yep, exactly. It's like, well, where's my Lois? How come I don't get one? <laughs> yeah. So okay. Um, normally when we do these one-on-ones, we would get into like, who's the creators, you know, first appearance and stuff like that. We don't need to do that. It's Superman. <laughs> we know who, who the creators are. What are, what's, if you can think of it, cause I'm kind of springing it on you. What's the first appearance of Kal-El post crisis? Um, infinite crisis number one, I believe. Okay. Cause yeah, honestly, like he was wiped off the slate. Like, okay, there's a technicality. So if you are, are very interested in discovering more about the earth Two Superman, go and read this comic book series. It was called secret origins and it started in 1986. And, um, it was Roy Thomas who, and that's of Marvel fame. So at the time he's working for DC Comics and he wanted to do like, hey, let's let's do origins of people. Well, that pesky crisis on Infinite Earths happened. And so what they decided to do was on odd issues, one, three, five, and so on, they would do old school superheroes. So like Black Canary, that's where she finally got her origin. Even though she had been around forever, she never had an origin until that series in 86. Uh, so the first issue opens with the Golden Age Earth 2 Superman, even though by this point in publication, he is gone. And that book will tell you everything you need to know about him and things like that. And so basically, he is just now a figment of our imagination. We, as readers of comic books, know what he is and what he serves, but he is not the Superman because the Superman we know is being John Byrne in The Man of Steel. Mm. Um and then, yes, we don't see him again until, like, I think, what, the 25th or 30th anniversary of Crisis and Infinite Earths when Infinite Crisis happens. And so, yeah, we finally get the big reveal that those four did survive and Paradise was not so nice. But he shows up first, doesn't he? He shows up before the other four to, like, warn Superman. Like, I, I thought I remember in a uh, Batman-Superman book where... Oh, okay. That actually brings up an interesting one. And so, and that's these pesky Jeffs. We should have a crisis of infinite Jeff. <laughs> so Jeff, so Loeb. Jeff Loeb and Jeff Johns. So Jeff Johns gives us the infinite crisis, right? Jeff, Jeff Loeb. Yes, you're right. Um, Superman, Batman, the, the newly relaunched book, 2003, I think it Somewhere, was. Somewhere, yeah, yeah. Somewhere around there. So they relaunched that title. And this is huge because we're getting the world's finest. Ed McGinnis, beautiful art. Yeah. You know, these crazy bulked up superheroes. And so anyways, at the end of the first arc, President Luther... Uh, no, public enemies. Public sorry. enemies, yeah. Uh, Luther is clenching his fist and he's saying, a crisis is coming. And it's like, what does that mean? Um, and you're right. We do see a Superman show up and he's got the gray temples and he's actually wearing the um, the, the, the emblem of the... Um, Kingdom Come, uh, Kingdom Come Superman. That's right. And so you're like, wait a second. Is it the Kingdom Come Superman? No. That Superman, that Superman, sorry, that Superman actually turns out to be the Earth One Superman. Oh, okay. Yes. So I have this, like, I, I need to write this story, and I've talked about it before. Um, so, okay, if you want to see how all the Supermen die, there's different stories. There's all kinds of fun stuff out there to read. Multiple deaths of Superman. Not that that's fun to read. Uh, but anyways, uh, Alan Moore did that wonderful story, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And that's the one where we basically, that Superman, the one who could spin Earths and juggle them and all these crazy stuff. So that's supposed to be the Earth One Superman. So Julie Schwartz came up with the idea saying, hey, what if the last two issues of Superman that I edit 
are actually the last issues of Superman. And they were going to have um, Jerry Siegel come back and write those. But unfortunately, which is really sad that he didn't get to some stupid error just happened and he didn't get to do it. So Alan Moore at San Diego Comic-Con grabs Julie Schwartz and starts shaking him. He's like, then I will write it. <laughs> Actually, yeah. the beard started shaking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It ate breakfast and shucked <laughs> Julie. Um, so anyways, he writes that story and it just destroys everything about Superman that we know. Uh, it was a crazy, sad story. And in the end, we see Superman, you know, decide after he kills, he, he actually had to do the unthinkable. He walks off into a room that has gold kryptonite, which is known to strip all the powers of Kryptonians. So he walks into the room and he does the famous wink at Lois Lane and then he's done. And it's like, wow, this is crazy. So now it's 15 years later. This reporter comes in to interview Lois Lane about the last days of Superman. She tells him the story. Her husband comes home. Um, what was it? Jordan Elliott. Jordan Jor Elliott. So Jordan Elliott comes on. He's like, ah, Superman. That guy was full of himself. What a what a jerk. Who cares? Oh, where's the baby? I want to play with the baby. And then so the reporter leaves. So, of course, they set the baby down by the fire and they go upstairs to make sweet love. And, the you know, and again, as he's walking off, he winks into the camera and you think, wait a second, there's more to this Jordan Elliott. And then, of course, the baby grabs a piece of coal and crushes it. So that Jordan Elliott, we don't know what happened happened to him that's the superman they used because if you go back to that story you're talking about i forget those issues off the top of my head but that superman because he grabs a batmobile and he's going to crush and he's acting all crazy erratic because his world was almost destroyed after superman and batman of our world fix everything and then you see him fly back to the, this this crazy superman he flies back and then you hear jordan what's going on he's like nothing lois everything's gonna be just fine mm. and winks in the camera <laughs> so he's out there and nobody's done anything. And unfortunately, like shortly after, Jeff Loeb went to Marvel. And it's like, what were you going to do? You well, because his, that book, he also go doesn't, there's like a, a group of Superman that meet up. And there you have the the mystery Superman, the unknown Superman. You have the Superman from... Uh, the future, one million, right? From one million. And you have the one that's uh, <coughs> uh, from All-Star Superman, don't you? Like, well, see, now the, what you're talking about there, because that Superman's wrapped up in bandages like a mummy, right? Right. A question mark. See, that's making me think All-Star Superman. I could have sworn that happened in All-Star Superman, because I think that was like right around the time when they were going by Jonathan Kent's death. Yeah, but I, I thought, I don't know. I You know, it's been so long since I read that that, that book, but I just, I just I remember them all meeting up together and being like, okay, we did it, and then they all kind of separated. Yeah, well, so I think like the, the, that's what's coming to my mind. I could be wrong because, yeah, they've done these things like several times. You know, it's like mm -hmm. even though we retire one Superman, he comes back as a, again and things like that. So, yeah, but yeah. So, no, but unfortunately, that that would be the Earth-1 okay, Superman. So that's I was my wrong. thought. Um, but no, Earth-2, we didn't see him until Infinite Crisis because that's when Jeff Johns was like, okay, fine. You want to take that Superman? Then I'll just take another one. <laughs> and uh, he, he brought back two Supermen, Superman, Superboy Prime and, and Earth-2 Superman. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't return into continuity until, you know, bam, Infinite Crisis. And even then, as you go to Infinite Crisis, there's so much going on. Like, that's where they finally start saying, hey, Power Girl, let's give her back her Kryptonian origins and stuff like that. So, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. So then getting into Crisis on Infinite Earth, why is Kal-El important to uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth? So why, why bring him back of all characters? Because that Superman could do no wrong. That is the Superman who is hopeful. He will always find a way. That's why he can wink and smile at you and all those great things. Like he is just, he, like his power is to, like, he radiates peace and joy. He's the one that 
is pretty much the the hope. He's the yeah. like people talk about Superman. Superman is is the hope. He's the 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 end all top of superheroes. Like everyone should be striving to kind of yeah. thing. And as we get further into the new future, Earth. <laughs> or new Earth, or what you want to call it, we we kind of we kind of like to smudge up Superman a little bit more because we don't want the Boy Scout, or at least. Some people don't want the Boy Scout. They don't. They need yeah. him to be more human. He's got to be flawed. He need to be. He needs to be flawed and stuff like that. This is not a flawed no, Superman. This Superman is the champion of right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter what's going on. He will always. He will always be truthful. And um, that's. It's, I'm sorry. It's go ahead. Oh, uh, well, then, and I think that's why they brought him into it. Uh, and plus, like I said, I, I just look at what Jeff Johns was doing because a lot of the a lot of the writers of DC they all had their little plots going on that was leading to the infinite crisis um but i think it also helps too because of Kara. um how do you how do you deal with power girl she was so complicated like they tried making her an atlantean you know and it just didn't work so i think it's like hey if we bring her back because spoiler alert but the earth to lois and and superman die Lois dies of old age and Superman def- dies defending us all. But he is the greatest hero. He is the classic. He is the standard. Uh, he is the standard of Superman as well, you know, because like you said, like as we get the new Earth Superman post crisis, he is flawed. He's messed up. And that's even a major thing that we just saw as we dealt with Max Lord a couple of our podcasts ago. He made Superman um, usable. You know, he was under the power of mind control. And, and you know, even as we go to Infinite Crisis issue one, the Trinity are standing there. They no longer trust each other. Batman and Superman judge Wonder Woman because she's a murderer. Batman tries to talk to Superman. Or sorry, Superman tries to talk to Batman. And Batman just looks at him. And he's like, the only time you were worth something was when you died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Earth 2 Superman, he was always worth something. You know, and as a matter of fact, he's the one who's going to come back. And he's he's judged the new Earth. And he's like... It's flawed. It's failed. Our world needs a chance. And he's trying to come back and he actually goes to Batman and he's like, I want you to join us. My Batman died, but you're Batman. You and I could be the world's finest. We could save everything. And Batman almost does it except for one thing. Dick Grayson. Batman asks Superman, Earth 2, and he says, look, was, was Dick better off? Where is he better? And that's how good this Superman is, Earth 2, that even though it's going to cost his Earth, he still acknowledges that, no, this Dick Grayson, the one you have, is the better version. And then that's what Batman's like, sucker punch with kryptonite, you know, and, <laughs> you know, Earth 2 Superman's just like, damn it, Bruce, I thought, I thought for once you could have joined us, but no. And then they begin their, their march towards their different ideologies, because no one's a villain except for a Luther. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. <laughs> okay, so... Then, uh, what do you expect from? I mean, if we're if are we going with Brandon Routh is going to be Kingdom Come Superman or is he going to be Earth Two Superman? He's going to be both. I think he's going to be both. What um, do we expect for from him in the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover? So he's going to die. Okay, I, I I'm going to lay that out. I think if they're smart, they need to do the one cheesy wink though, like have Brandon Routh like flying into the sun or something, and he just looks back and winks. That way, he reassures all of us that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's going to I think he's going to pass away. I think uh, by him wearing the Kingdom Come shield, that acknowledges that his Lois Lane, Kate Bothworth, Kate Bosworth, has passed. Right. So, like I said, that kind of gives closure to the Superman Returns universe. Um, but yeah, he'll be the stand-in for um earth to superman so i think he'll get that ultimate fate of dying um 
like another story, like for that, that TV one, I would say read thy kingdom come and like ultimately there he winds up with wonder woman and he lives off into the future and things mm-hmm. like that. But I just think this will, I think the, the sacrifice will be bigger if we see a Superman die on TV. Oh yeah. And I think that's, that's what he'll play that part. So he'll have the life of, of the Superman from kingdom come, but he'll have the fate of Superman of earth too with the passing. What do you expect to see? I mean, we're going to ask, I'm going to ask this in just about every, every episode until we get hey, to another the crossover. That. It's, but what do you expect fun. to see in the crossover that's going to blow you away? Oh, my God. All right. I tell you what, you know, it'd be really cool. I don't know if they can make it happen or not. So you watched Constantine, correct? Yes. Didn't they have the Spectre on that? They, they didn't have the Spectre. They had the Spectre's helmet. They had. Well, no, Dr. Fate, but right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, the Spectre. Uh, they had the the they didn't have the Spectre. They had the they had Christmas Allen or not Christmas Allen. What's the the other guy who is the Spectre? The first guy, uh, Jim Carrigan. Carrigan. Corrigan. Corrigan. Jim Corrigan, the original. So one. Jim Corrigan, uh, the detective, shows up, but uh-huh. he wasn't the Spectre yet. I don't believe. Okay. In the one season of uh, Constantine's own Constantine show. on NBC, yeah. So I would love it. And this would be, and they could do it. They, they've got the potential. I would love to see that big giant battle. Like, obviously, you have all the superheroes flying around, fighting the shadow demons, trying to stop the anti-monitors cannon and all that stuff. But I would love to see that moment where we see the specter and the anti-monitor just duking it out, <laughs> fighting it like these two giant beings of natural, unnatural cosmos just going at it. That would be cool. I'd love to see that. I don't know if they'll go that route, but I would love to see. I think that would be the the best thing. Um, What would be kind of fun, just throwing another one, I'm going to sneak a sequel in. I hope they sneak in some new God characters. Ooh. I think that'd be fun. Just because Metron had a big play in the Crisis on Infinite Earth. So I think that'd be neat. Maybe since this anti-monitor is Mobius, the Mobius chair should make an appearance. So that'd be fun if we could see some stuff like that. You know, maybe a miracle could come along. No, maybe. (laughs) What about you? What would be something that you want to see? I mean, I would love to see, I, I, I just, I would love to see, I would love to see. I keep saying that. I would love to see uh, an Ollie, uh, an Ollie, since since the show is going to be a lot about Green Arrow, right? right? I would love to see a world where they go to where we get the classic version of Ollie and Dinah together. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, not. I I don't particularly like Felicity as a character. I don't right. want to be one of those people <laughs> on the internet though that just like death to Felicity yeah, or just Felicity disrespect her and all like that. that. Yeah. No, no, I. Emily Brick Richards or Emily Brett Records is 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 great. She's perfectly fine. I just would love to have seen that classic Ollie and Dinah relationship yeah. that I never got. Now I keep saying watching the show all this time that you get the classic Ollie and Dinah relationship from uh uh Dig and um uh his wife, the Harbinger. Uh why can't I think of her name at the moment? Sarah? No, not Sarah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but th- their relationship, they definitely play it out as being the classic Green Arrow and Black Canary. Like they have they have that dynamic. They have that dynamic. So um yeah, I would I would love to see where they went to a world and they have that 
that version. Like, That'd be cool. I, I just want to see more versions. I mean, even if it means it, you know a red wave is going to crash crash right over <laughs> it as soon as you see it, like it would just be cool. No, but I think that'd be neat. Like that'd be fun to go in and like, hey, let's do stuff that we didn't get to do. Let's do stuff yeah. that we glossed over. You know, because mm-hmm. well, as you were talking about that, it's like, oh, you know, it'd be cool. Like it'd be a horrible scene to see, but like. Maybe that's where they use like Mark Hamill as the Joker, mm-hmm. and he kills Brandon Brandon Routh's Lois Lane. Like he goes in and gasses the Daily Planet. So we get that scene from Kingdom Come. It's part of the crisis, and it explains why he is the way he is. You know, or while while that Superman is the way he right, is. right. So that'd be fun. You know, sneak in those moments. It could be great. Um, yeah, this, I I think there there's could be some really huge surprises that come out of this thing because I think there as much as we're seeing mm-hmm. like that is being released and maybe if you want to say leaked out i think there's a lot that we're not seeing oh god there's probably going to be volumes that we're not seeing it's going to be so cool when we watch it so hopefully i'm not hyping it up that i disappoint (laughs) myself i hope not because i'm gonna be right there next to you watching that i am (laughs) i am so excited for this like i think the shows are great i never got into it but this is something like it's like no i and you know what i want to watch these as that's the best thing about the crossovers is that usually you don't need all the backstory to the rest of the the shows like these they're you they have been one like contained within themselves that's true that's very true uh anything else you want to say about Kalo as we wrap up well let's see um so like i said if you're looking at fantastic stuff to read about this earth to superman i would sum it up with secret origins the 1986 series issue one which features the origin uh action comics issue 44 which is the 40th anniversary of superman and it finally has superman and lois lane mary uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Read the whole thing. Do it. But if not, at least read issue 12 so you see the fate of Earth 2, Superman and Lois. And then I would recommend, and the list keeps going, uh, but in more modern comic books, I would definitely say read Infinite Crisis. Uh, it's a six-issue miniseries. You could probably pick up a trade or some form of it. Uh, go out and get the Infinite Crisis secret files and origins because that gives you more of the backstory of what was happening as they were trapped in quote-unquote paradise. Um, there's also another trade called Superman Infinite Crisis, and that one does a great job of just giving you a large overview of the Earth 2 Golden Age Superman. And then if you want to see more people get tortured, read Blackest Night because they reanimate the Earth 2 Superman just so he could torment Superman and Power Girl. And that would take place in the Superman book Books. It was a three-issue miniseries, and the Justice Society of America, or JSA, I think they were called in that one, three-issue miniseries. So that would be enough right there to pick it all up, and that would teach you a lot and give you a lot about the Earth 2 Golden Age Superman. There you go. All right, if you have anything you'd like to add about Cal-L Earth 2 Superman, we'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. You can also find Chris on Twitter at... I am on Twitter as Stuff I Should Say Should Being Spelled S-H-U-D. And you can also find his writings at... Yeah, so check it out. I like to write every now and then. Um, I have some articles over on Adventures in Portasis are mostly reviews. And then check out the stuff that I put on the Geek Elite Media website. So that way you get to see all the fun writings that we do here at Geek Elite. Make sure that you also follow Rafa on uh, Twitter and YouTube under Mobile Rafi. Um, it's the one-stop shop for all things entertaining. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Like Chris said earlier, check out our website, geekelitemedia.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Media Network. But until next time, this is Imagine If on the Geek Elite Media Network talking about all your crises on Infinite Earths, saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. 
This concludes our broadcast. Peace.